Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, what's up, Gypsy Gang? We're back for episode two of Gypsy Gang Worldwide. Uh, pretty stoked on this show. It's been really fun. Uh, it's cool to do something different. And anytime I get in the studio with Sammy Boy, uh, it's always a laugh. Uh, it's been really rad with uh, Guy Streeter in the room with us as well. Uh, feels like a bit of an OG crew, to be honest. We've all been friends for, damn, over 10 years now, I'd say. And uh, yeah, so to do a show with these boys has been uh, has been super fun. Uh, it's really rad to just sort of be able to call in whoever. And uh, for week two of the show, we decided to call in the uh, the man that is flying the Australian flag very proudly in the Supercross lights class over in the US, Luke Clout. Uh, we got on to him to talk just about, I guess, what he's been doing during like the corona weirdness, uh, what his thoughts are on Supercross, the remaining rounds that he has left. Uh, we talk a little bit about Melbourne um, and the way that the championship went down there. Cloudy's honestly just such a good dude and he's really, uh, I feel like he's sort of the one Australian guy that's really stepped up. Obviously, you got the Lawrence brothers, but you know, they're on, they're on a different deal. They've you know, on factory teams, um, moved away to Europe quite young. But in terms of guys just coming out of Australia and doing it the, I guess, like the standard way, um, it's a fucking grind and he's doing a really, really, really good job of embracing that grind uh, and making it happen. Uh, before I get into the sponsors, I uh, just wanted to let you guys know that you can head to www.gypsy hyphen tales.com uh, and you can support the podcast by getting some epic merch that we've been putting a ton of effort into uh, also we're going to be live streaming all seven of the supercross uh, races with our supercross companion show that we do uh, really putting in a bunch of effort with that everyone's been very starved of racing for a long time uh, so we're going to do our bit to uh, to make the remaining seven rounds as fun as possible i'm really 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 looking forward to going live for those shows uh so keep an eye out on that um best way i guess would just be to subscribe to us over at youtube turn on the bell notifications and uh yeah be pretty impossible to miss it uh, as always, these podcasts are brought to you by the legends at Boost Mobile. Uh, anytime you actually see anybody calling into the studio, uh, I have my iPhone hooked up to the streaming PC running Boost Mobile data. That's the most reliable way that I can get people in and out of the studio uh, remote. And yeah, so this is it's not an ad, like that's just literally what we do. Um, so Boost provides the internet 
that lets our guests call in, which is epic. Um, also supported by the Legends at MX Store. Their showroom is open. They are pumping orders out the door. Uh, the same day shipping still is in effect. Uh, you can head to mxstore.com.au for anything you need. Also tracks are opening up, so we need to start uh, getting the ball rolling. Uh, with getting those bikes out of the garage and onto the dirt. Uh, also, to the guys at Thrill Seekers, uh, make the best seat covers in the game. You can head to their website, thrillseekerscollection.com, and use the code GYPSYGANG. Uh, we're also sponsored by the guys at Rival Inc. Design Co. You can head to www.rivalincdesignco.com. Use the promo code GYPSYGANG for 15% off your order as well. I've uh, got a couple more codes to throw out at you if you need some fist Hand wear the best gloves in the game. The best gloves in the game. Made by the coolest motherfucker in the game, Sam Moore. Uh, you can head to fisthandwear.com and you can use the promo code FUCKJACE to get 20% off your order. And if you are in the market for some new flannos, uh, you can head to Dixon Quality. That's with two X's. Uh, DixonQuality.com.au. Use the code RAMPTHIEF and that's going to get you 15% off um also the guys at cricks uh you can still buy a new or used car and go in the running to win that brand new ktm full bitty full bitty um yeah really appreciate you guys listening this was a really cool podcast uh and man i'm excited we will be streaming the supercross companions live from now on so if you can't watch it uh, through your like tv provider or on the internet you can watch us free on youtube uh really excited for it this is this has got me pumped life's getting back to normal thanks for listening guys and uh you from the gang all right sweet i'll just bring the froth level down a little just slightly all right cool as long as everything's going to the masters all good oh clear as day now cloudy look at you looking good cloudy's real clear until he moves yeah, and then he's <laughs> the pixels can't keep up to him i know he's that, he's that fast he's, he's so faster fast that the sure. fucking pixels can't keep up high 5g here mate <laughs> so what's been going on mate thanks for joining us on gypsy gang worldwide wide wide <laughs> yeah thanks for having us but just been hanging out man just uh doing a little bit of riding now that we're going racing and um yeah just living through this coronavirus stuff so your first season in the u.s has been uh well it's not his first season but well like oh uh, yeah that's true he's been there a while but first, this season so first, let's just say attempt, thanks, yeah. thanks for my fact checker <laughs> thanks for the clarification <laughs> just really saving me there um but no it's been a, about as weird a season as you could possibly imagine having right oh it's crazy man like when i first came over here i was meant to come home um pretty much at the start of february because i was only meant to do like four or five rounds um and now, yeah, now I'm stretched out here till what the end of June. So it's been a bit of a extended stay, but it's been good. What's the deal with like visas and stuff with that stuff? Is it just the fact like they've shut the country down? So anyone that's got a visa, it's just kind of one of those deals. Yeah, well, I got a P visa, so I got a sport visa for five years. So oh, I so you're good to stay anyway. So, yeah, so I can stay for you know however long, but uh, like. Lauren, my girlfriend, she's been on an Esther, so she has to go home. So it's been a bit of a struggle to find flights and all that type of stuff with all the cancellations. But yeah, she's out of here in, a, in another week or two. So how does she leave if like the borders and stuff are closed here? How's that all work? No, you got to quarantine on the way back in. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she got to go in a hotel for two weeks, man. She can't do anything. She's just stuck a in hotel. A hotel. Can't even go home. Ho- yeah, prison. Fuck that shit. Just, just no overstay your visa. Luke, <laughs> <Just, laughs> I did. How'd that, how'd that work for you, Jace? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be getting oh, off the fuck. plane and just copping the fine and going home. Fuck that. Oh, dude, what a nightmare of a situation, eh? I was literally thinking, because I didn't think that Laura was over there the whole time with you. And I was like, well, yeah. Luke ain't getting arm pump. <laughs> he's been doing some... <laughs> he's been doing some motos, bro. Some afternoon sessions, eh? Some afternoon yeah, sessions. Yeah, he's like, you hear like Floyd Mayweather gets up at like three in the morning to train. Luke's kind of doing the same thing, <laughs> but through a website. <laughs> oh that's good uh you're lucky yeah. though that's yeah that worked out all right then yeah that's been good but um yeah i'll just finish it off and then um uh, i don't know I'll probably come home and i guess i'll have to be in a hotel for two weeks so it's gonna be real good yeah dude fuck i can't believe they're doing the hotel thing i got friends that um i got friends that they were in new zealand and then they yeah. had to do quarantine in their in their house but it was like a yeah. two week in in house thing which like i could do that pretty easy i reckon yeah but a hotel hotel's a bit fucked fuck that not keen i uh, dude, and apparently like you, you sometimes you can't even order food or anything like that you got to order from the hotel and like you can't even go get some drinks for like alcohol beer they just it's pretty bad apparently eh? so who pays for it i guess it's the government man like you come off the flight and then i guess they're just they've got buses that are just waiting to pick people up and just take you to wherever the designated hotel is. Dude. Oh, well, she's probably going to have three seats, I guess, if we're looking for silver linings. Yeah. At least you'll have even some room on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a bonus. So your, uh, your season over there before it got interrupted has been pretty fucking epic, dude. Yeah, it's... um. It's been pretty good, eh? Like, the first round, obviously, was a bit crappy, you know, I crashed out. and um, But I kind of expected... I, di- I didn't expect to crash out, but I expected it was going to be pretty rough because I'd only yeah. ridden the bike, like, five times. So, um, we kind of got through there, and then I did some testing, got the bike a little bit better, and uh, we just kind of progressed a little bit. And then, as I was getting faster, we just kind of went through a week of testing, and I pretty much changed the whole bike. Like, we went pretty much head to toe and just done like massive amount of testing and then that's when i come out and got the fifth and the sixth and you know i was like having a lot of momentum and riding really good and uh all this stuff happened but you know i'm riding really good i'm riding a lot better than i was i think and we've got our bike even better again so yeah we've well, um, had heaps of yeah, time on that bike now which is sick yeah like that was the hard part man like riding a 450 and then jumping back to a 250 and then and flying to the US brand too. and yeah, so it's jet not lag even like you were on that. the same brand and you just stepped down in power. You actually nah. changed everything. Yeah, and then when we got here, like we had a bit of delay in getting bikes and stuff. So I got here on like the 10th of December and I didn't ride till pretty much like the 20th. Mm. So there was like 10 days that I missed and then I was riding a stock bike and then pretty much hopped on a mod bike at A1. So it was just a bit of a, but you know, expected, you know, you're trying to do stuff from Australia and all this, but then, you know, the ball started rolling and, we started figuring it out and it got way better. So it's been good, eh? Um, when we were doing, uh, like, we were doing a bunch of the Supercross companions, we were calling Townley, 
and he was saying that you looked really good, but the bike just didn't look good in the whoops. Is that what you guys yeah. changed? Yeah. So the first round was like the whoops were massive and like I cartwheeled so big in qualifying. <laughs> yeah. I just went end for end and then um, like the whoops turned into being jumpers, like because they've yeah. been jumping through the whoops. And I had a pretty good start in the main. I think it was in like six and then. I seriously could not jump the whoops. Like I was like a C grader through them, man. I was like rolling through them and just getting past and trying to just, and I just looked like a total idiot. And then we kind of like, I just started jumping through the whoops at the practice track and then the whoops were skimmers and then our bike was just way off. So it was really inconsistent. But yeah. then after that, you know, that's when I changed the bike and then that's where we really worked on the whoops because like they're, they're monsters compared to home. It's like totally different. Yeah, it's a different deal. Eh? And then you get guys over there that are, not even kind of like front running dudes as such, but they can actually yeah. hit whoops because they've been doing it for so long. So it's like you spend a whole lot, you're faster than the dude, make a pass, and then you got some guy that like you kind of don't even know who he is, and then he blitzes you through yeah. the whoops, and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, can you go away? I'm get... like way faster than you, bro. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I always watch like the CB practices, and like C's a bit of a write-off. Like there's always yellow flags out and all that. Yeah. Generally, if the B guys can get through the whoops pretty good, you're like, all right, these are going to be quite easy. But when the B guys are struggling, because like those guys can ride, you think oh, I'm like yeah. nervous going out there. Yeah, definitely, dude. Um, but yeah, so what was the process then of fixing like fixing that setup? Was it just literally just testing, or did you get new shit? Yeah, so it was more so that we just pretty much like I went got. Uh, some testing with Ricky at, at KYB. So he's the guy, head dude at KYB that does all the testing and stuff. So he's been working with us and uh, pretty much he just done a whole new setting, which was stiffer in the fork, stiffer in the shock. I was actually running a shorter uh, shock length at yeah. first. Um, and then that was, it was good at first. And then as I was getting quicker and that, that's where we went stiffer. And then I went to the normal shock length and then we just fiddled around with all the settings. And then, you know, that made a massive difference just going pretty much firmer the whole way around. So, and then obviously as, as I was getting quicker and, you know, we've got a better engine and all that type of stuff, it started working even better again. Yeah. Did you expect that you were going to have to deal with like, uh, like, I guess, teething problems in that, in the first, those first couple months, like, or did it kind of throw you off a little bit or did you sort of know what you're in for with that? Oh, like I knew, I definitely knew it was going to be tough. But I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be as hard as the transition was. Like the main part for me was just figuring because the 450, you can get away with so much. Yeah. Like, I know it's, it's, you, you know, it's a heavier bike, but if you come up short on a rhythm section or you overdrive a rhythm section, like you just literally give it a bleep and you're good. And that's yeah. where I was struggling with the 250. I was, cause I was running 450 for three years. I just got so used to, if I made a mistake, it would just get me out of it. Yeah. And like, man, in December and January, like the practice track, I was crashing heaps. Like I was crashing nearly like every time I was riding. Fuck, and it was get just old. like the setup was, yeah, like the setup was a little bit off, but it was, everyone was like, oh, what's going on? And I was more, I was taking the blame because it was just me figuring it all out. Yeah. And I was going to like, we were doing press days and stuff. And like, I crashed it every press day. This looked like <laughs> a total idiot. Like, and I was just like, man, like I'm starting to bang myself up. Like I'm having big ones and I'm getting away with it. Like I'm, gonna get hurt soon yeah and no then that's when it's just like yeah and then i just started like really putting a lot of like bike time in i was riding like four days a week um 
and we were putting like long days in and then it just started kind of clicking when I just started figuring the whole bike thing out. Like it was a lot harder than I thought. Like the Yamaha is the fastest 450. And then coming back to a 250 that's, you know, however many horsepower down, that was definitely the toughest thing. And yeah. fitness wise, you've got to be fitter to ride a 250, I think for sure. Yeah, really? Yeah. I, I, it's got to I do more so. stuff. Like, I think, I mean, yeah. Hundred percent. You just gotta like. You really like the biggest thing I can say is you gotta like exaggerate everything. Like the yeah. seat bounce, you gotta put the effort into it, and getting through the rhythms, you like just have to make sure everything's perfect at all times. Yeah. Um. So, did you? That's like... how I crashed at A. Oh, sorry, got it. Yeah, that's how I crashed at A one, man. Like I just made a small mistake, got a little bit lazy, and freaking just crash in the rhythm section like just a dumb stupid thing that would never happen but it was yeah. just me being lazy you know yeah whereas on a 450 you would have gone oh fuck and just gone hurt and you would have been sweet yeah got out of it yeah exactly the power out of it um you've definitely yeah. like it's pretty hard for a guy at your level to um like you watch clips through the week like all the shit that you put on instagram it's kind of hard to see like a speed yeah. change but you can yeah. actually see you've gotten visibly faster between December and right now. Like the clips that you put up, uh, I can't remember sort of what round it was, but it definitely, you started putting up videos and it was like, fuck, he's like getting actually faster. And when you can see it on yeah. an Instagram clip for a guy at your level, that is, it's yeah. pretty hard to do, man. Was it like eight, yeah. like maybe eight, A2 where you sort of, where it started happening for you? Yeah, yeah, so A2 is when I, like, nearly whole shot of the main, and then... Yeah, I, um, I was actually sitting I, next, to, next to Loz, and she yeah. nearly burst my eardrum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's got, she's got some Snapchat memories, and she's going ham, eh? Yeah, um, yeah, she yeah. was going ham, yeah. I was like, wow, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that's where it kind of clicked, like, we um, did a little bit of testing there, and then I got six there, and then... Like I started getting a bit fitter and just figuring it all out. And then during the week is where we made the gains. Like the days through the week were a lot better, a lot longer. Like the riding was, you know, a lot more quality. And then the race was kind of like getting easier almost. And yeah. then um, when Oakland, you know, Oakland come around and qualified fifth and then was leading the heat race, probably should have run that, won that heat race, but I got a little bit of arm pump. And then, you know, then the main event got fifth. And then that's when it was like kind of clicked. I was like, all right, you know, top five, yeah. ran with these guys. Was in was in like fourth, right behind third for majority of the race. And then I was sort of like, all right, I can do it. Like it was just that one little flick. Yeah. yeah to prove to yourself that you're all, that that's where you are actually supposed to be. Well, that's been the hard part. Cause like, you know, you walk to the line at A1 and I'm literally like, walking down open ceremonies and i'm like shit myself like you're walking yeah, through and there's just sixty thousand people and fireworks like, and right yeah and i look yeah, to the right yeah. and i see like dylan ferrandis and faulkner and craig and all these guys that you you know you sit and watch tv on a sunday at home and then yeah. i'm next to them and i'm like oh am i am i good enough to kind of do this I, like you kind of second guess yourself like <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, when you and, <laughs> and then when you do it you're like all right like yeah they're not they're not much better than you yeah and and what's it been like getting to watch those those guys like the ferrandis and the faulkner and like kind of getting to be around those dudes like do you see in your head like 
if I do this, this and this, I can run that pace or like, what are you sort of like, where's your head at in relation to those dudes? Yeah, they're, they're gnarly, man. But you know, like I look at it, like it's harder for me because I've come over here and it's not like home. So for me, I'm learning everything as I go. So they've yeah. got a set schedule and everything's so perfect. Like, you know, they're at the track and they, the bikes are there and the teams are there and all that. So that's what me and my brother, cause he's over here with me as well. We tried yeah. to adapt that. We tried to like set a perfect schedule out and we'd be at the track here and we'd do this and we have a riding, like at home, I'd kind of just wing it. I'd be like, Oh, I'll do a 30 today and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like, you know, over the weekend I'll sit down and I'll have a schedule made out of everything like gym, what I'm going to do, what my riding day is going to consist of. And we try and make the riding more quality. Cause I've noticed that here, like, they're riding through the week it's like race day like yeah. they've got it all set up perfectly they've got trainers they've got you know a lot better setup than us yeah but i've tried to replicate as best as i can but in saying that like i ride i've ridden some outdoors lately and you know ferrandis is out there and he's he's unreal like i really think ferrandis is you know he's an unreal rider like he's He's probably the one that when I watched all the supercrosses like watch back and I watched them yeah. footage and stuff like that. He, I think he's the best 250 rider. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I definitely would agree with that. The thing too with America that I, I don't think people understand until you kind of live there and try get in a routine there is like, it's just generally hard to do shit in America. Well, that's the yeah. thing I've, I've even yeah. found when I've been over there and stuff, it's like, you know, say you say I fly to Melbourne, right, to go and do a heap of meetings. I can go, all right, I can do something at nine, I can do something at 11, I can do something at 12, and I can do yeah. something at three. In America, you can do one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter, yeah. you know, if you're going to see this person here or that person there or whatever, yeah. no matter what, you can only really bank on doing one thing, one thing yeah. per day, Yeah, which yeah. fucking sucks because, like, when I'm there, I want to, like, cram as much as I can in. I want to go see this guy and then this guy and then this guy. But you can only really say, I will definitely be at this place at, at this, this time. time. Yeah. This time, you can't, yeah. You can't commit to being anywhere after that because you can leave a meeting and what should take you 20 minutes will take you three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. and, and that becomes <laughs> yeah. like a daily thing for, yeah. like, for you guys like to try and ride pretty much. Yeah. You can get up in the morning. You got enough time to like get a coffee on the way to the track, ride. Yeah. eat some lunch go to the gym and then that's it your day's done like as a yeah. rider you in america you cannot fit anything extra into that unless <laughs> it's, you're it's mad isn't it it's fucking crazy man and so that's like yeah, yeah to hear you talk about organization it's so true and i don't think people yeah. give that um much of a thought until they're there and they actually nah. realize like nah. you have to have so much structure just nah. to do anything yeah well, with Luke, yeah. if he was at home in, in Sydney, he could go to the gym in the morning, go riding, go to the gym again in the afternoon, go out for dinner, yeah. then go and see some friends, fit all this shit all in a day. In yeah. America, 100%. you go into the gym and you're going to go for a ride. That yeah. is literally it. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> even out, even out in like Temecula, that. eh? Like where it's, I guess, less busy than, say, if you were, you know, up Huntington Beach or like, yeah. you know, that way, which is even crazier again. But even down in Temecula, yeah. it's like going from well you come back from parlor on an afternoon like if you hit hectic, afternoon it? traffic it takes i've driven yeah. from i've driven from my house to the parlor exit in like 18 minutes before <laughs> like because i used to leave to go surfing yeah. so i'd turn right at the parlor exit to go surf 
And then yeah, but yeah, that yeah, same okay. like 18 minute drive, dude, I've sat there for an hour and 45. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just like, what the fuck are we doing here, man? It's fucking next level, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. People just don't, don't get and it. And I think that, and they can't, that and they can't drive on people. Oh yeah, it does, man. Like it, it took me a while because like, cause like I said, in Australia, I didn't have that schedule. I was kind of like, oh, I'll just ride here and ride here and do this and that. Yeah. And then I got over here and the adjustment was like, you know, you're riding three or four days a week and you, you know, like this is what you're doing. You're at the track at nine, you leave at 12, you back lunch train by that time it's five It's like, all right, yeah. dinner, bed, do it all again. And yeah. it took me a little bit. I was like, you know, fuck, I'm getting a bit kind of like tired here and all that stuff. But like the more you do it, it kind of, um, you know, it gets easier, but obviously it's been hot now. It's summer too. So, the riding has been even harder. So that's, that's been a hard thing to get used to it. Cause it gets hot here. Dude, Jeremy, Jeremy Martin. I remember I used to go to parlor. Jeremy Martin would be in summer wearing a black hoodie doing 40 minute motos at parlor. Yeah. Before the yeah, race. He still does when it he was now, still man. an amateur. That's hectic. Yeah. He still does it now. Really? Yeah. Like he rides even in winter. Like I know it's a bit colder here, but he's always riding with like a, like a bit of a jacket on. Like he's always riding with something on the, over the top of it. Eh? Always. Hectic, eh? Some of those dudes like yeah. to be, you sort of learn over there that to be a top dude in the sport that we do, you just got to be a fucking weird animal. <laughs> <laughs> you do though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Dunge, weird animal. Yeah. Jeremy Martin, yeah. weird animal. I feel like Cloudy, I feel like Cloudy is like, like the like a, a good mix of like normal dude and good and good and weird animal and weird animal. You're yeah. like you're not tipping yeah. the scales on the weird animal too much. <laughs> you're still a legend. Just right, fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, you like fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I've become a bit more of a weird animal. I eh? definitely like here because like there's no like there's nothing else at to home. Do. You go no, like at home you go to the track and you kind of, you know, you see a mate or something and you, you know, you go and talk to him and how you going, blah, 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 and sit down and have a chat. But here it's just like, everyone's friendly, but it's like, it's just you all just business. sit there and do your own thing. It's all business. Like you don't ever walk up to someone. It's just like, everyone's kind of just staring at you and you're just like, yeah, you're not, you're not sitting on the back of someone's ute talking shit for 45 minutes. That's literally nah, all I do nah. when I go riding. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's been cool. It's been cool to see everyone how like the work ethic and all that type of stuff. Cause like, it's just, you, you know, you do your moto, you come in and instead at home, you know, you're the one that's prepping your bike. Like you've got your mechanic just getting you ready to get back out there and get amongst it again. Mm. What, um, what supercross tracks have you been out of ride? Have you been riding the Lapaglia one or? Nah, so I've got like this, uh, guy that I've become friends with and he's just got like these kids that um that have grown up just kind of he's trying to bring them through the ranks and they're pretty cool riders and they're good and um i've just been riding that been riding at paris that like state fair yeah, yeah um and we get on honda every now and then like when when they've all the guys were going back to the east coast we were riding out of honda but um now that everyone's going to be back on the west i don't know how that's going to go but uh, that's a bit shit, man. i feel like and they then, should just like if you put a bike in the fucking top five you should be allowed to ride. Yeah. The and if, track. It's the, if it's the right color. Yeah. If it's like, if you've got, if you're on a Honda, you're in the top five in a main event of any race. Okay. Welcome to the track, bro. Like that's how it should well, work. At one point, it annoys me that at one point, like that. at one point I was the only Honda 250. 
in the whole class because, you know, Mitch hurt himself, my teammate, Jet right. hurt himself, and, and then yeah. Craig hurt himself. So, yeah. like, I was, like, the only one and I wasn't able to really ride out there. Fuck them. But, yeah, I, <laughs> like, I understand. I, I, like, I... Like I do understand it. Like the guys, they spend a lot of money. Like they get it prepped and they yeah. they put their own money in. The manufacturers pay rent and all that. Yeah. And then we're just like we're just like this little Penrith Honda team that's coming along and just you know we're no one really. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I feel like if you yeah if you're top five on a on a red bike, you should be allowed to ride at the red track. That's just my personal opinion. But it's sick that you guys... Maybe are, you should build yeah, a Supercross nah. track then and give Luke the keys. Yeah, so. yeah, that's it. I'm doing it. <laughs> the, the gypsy the test gy- track. The gypsy pound. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, dude, off topic, but I think we need to do Gypsy Fest now that Day in the Dirt's not happening. Gypsy Fest. I think that that should be... An Luke's going to miss it because he's going to be in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to make it home, mate. I'll have to put in the in the um, calendar and make sure I'm out of quarantine in time. Yeah, yeah. We'll plan it around you getting out. It'll be like a Luke's, Luke's <laughs> out of jail slash. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like Day in the Dirt is like our Super Bowl, and now it's been taken from us. Well, it has been taken from us, and my three-peat's been taken from me. Yeah, but see, we, that's, that's the reason to do Gypsy Fest, because Sam gets the chance to win his three-peat. He's, he's been watching the Michael Jordan doco flat out. Oh, I have. <laughs> he just wants it. He wants those rings. What have you been watching that, Luke? What do you... No, I haven't, man. I just... Um... You need to. Oh, you, weird you, you need to because you'll learn how to be a fucking savage. <laughs> I watched. I did watch Tiger King though. I did watch <laughs> speaking Tiger of King. savages. Speaking of savages and weird animals. <laughs> yeah. That's like a perfect, yeah, that's 50, perfect 50, 50. blend of savages and weird <laughs> animals, but it's yeah, like an 50, extreme 50 on mix. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nah. So. It. Well, I think I think Gypsy Fest needs to happen. We need to find somewhere that we can do it and just have like a yeah, big... Just, but it has to be like kind of shit though. Yeah, it like has to be a, terrible. Like not a good track at all. Just like real shit paddock with heaps of rocks. Cow shit everywhere. Cow shit everywhere. <laughs> Dead grass. <laughs> Maybe a car wreck. <laughs> and then like, Something dangerous to cut yourself on. And then we like may or may not go. <laughs> yeah, we might not go. <laughs> Oh fucking hell! Um, are you uh, are you over Melbourne yet? Have you have you got have you got over the uh, the uh, the night of racing that went down? Yeah, it is what it is, eh? Like, yeah, um, yeah like I'd I'd love to be able to say I'm standing here as the champion. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, but um, well, still the way the day champion. was going, man. Oh, thanks, Dan. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like the way that day was going, like I was, I walked into the last three races and like not being cocky, I was just like, I'm going to win this. Like, yeah. you know, qualifying fastest, Super Pole, and the way it was going. And then, um, yeah, obviously when I went down in the first one, just, and that was weird because I wasn't even trying really to go up the inside and make contact or anything with JB. I was just trying to go up the inside and just be, you know, just show him I was there. And the track was just so slick. It was and slippery, then, um, eh? And then it just went downhill. I think our bike setup was a little bit off, but that was kind of my call. And um, yeah, it just snowballed a little bit. But you know, it is what it is. I'm still young, and you know, JB's got ten years on me. So yeah, um, you know, I, I think there'll be there'll be a time I'll be on the top step. So it's all good. Yeah, I, I was sort of um, not to like 
bring that up just to be like a fucking you know a dog yeah but i think that <laughs> it's worth it's worth just, saying just, that, you're just like oh there, here's a here's a little wound i might stick my finger in it yeah you're still you're still fucking <laughs> you're still bummed about throwing away the championship yeah. bro yeah. <laughs> uh, but like i think that i think that if you look when we look back on it in a few years time it'll probably be the best thing that happened to you in a way you know like oh 100 percent yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was wondering if, like, you kind of have seen it like that yet because, fuck, like, yeah. honestly, bro, you've improved so much just in since December. And it's like, you yeah. wonder if the... You wonder the headspace that you would have got from, like, winning that championship, probably a lot of extra pressure for this season in particular. Like, yeah. and, yeah. you know, it's like, it, it would have been cool to, um, you know, to go in there as, like, oh, this is the champ from Australia, but like commentators would have been talking to yeah. you. More people would have been talking to you. But all mm. that would have done in my mind is add a little bit more pressure. And yeah. then, you know, I if agree. you think about the fact that you've now got, you know, you sort of get there, the bikes aren't fully dialed, the program's not fully dialed. Can you imagine if you went mm. in with the weight of that championship and then everything wasn't kind of dialed and then you didn't kind of yeah. look like that same dude that won Melbourne or yeah. whatever? So yeah. it's sort of almost... Yeah seems like it's worked out for the better in a way to like let you really rip this yeah. year with sort of without that pressure and then it might have also been sort of like one of those things where you know if you had won a title like would would you have still made the same decision to go and take that chance to go to the us and do what you did like you might have been like well fuck yeah, I I... The title i just kind of need to keep doing what i'm doing here you know like this way yeah. you've been able to sort of like gamble on it a little bit and and try and like do yeah, I do agree it. with that. Hundred, I agree with that. Hundred percent. Like I think everything happens for a reason. To be honest, like I'm a mm. believer in that for sure. And like I said, going into that season, like if anyone's going to beat me, it'll be Brayton. Yeah. Um, That's and, a good assumption. You know, just <laughs> fuck. What a guess. <laughs> <laughs> and and just to like as I progressed and started, you know, getting better and better and better, and that was just my goal to get better to to beat JB and then that's what we did. And, you know, unfortunately we didn't win, but I think I come out kind of a better person from it and learnt, you know, because if I'm in that situation at home again, like I've been yeah. there, I've done it and it won't, and it won't happen again. Like I know but, it won't But also again. like and, how, how you could not have had a better person to race against to prepare you for what you're doing now. Cause obviously yeah, exactly. Justin's an awesome dude. Yeah. And also like an amazing yeah. rider. So, like, for you to yeah. actually be able to spend a couple of seasons, I guess, like, dicing with him, you've probably learnt a lot yeah. from him by racing him, but then also, you know, just being around him as well and seeing how, like, you know, chill and yeah. calm he is and how he goes about his business and yeah. shit's probably helped you, like, like a lot. 100%. Like, having JB come to the, you know, the last three, four years, however long it's been, like, it's been four really minutes, good because, like, 17, just... yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Four, yeah. Four in a row. How about you fucking rub it in a bit more, mate? <laughs> yeah, he beat, four he four, like, four you know, times, Luke. <laughs> he beat Luke Clout at the finale. <laughs> <laughs> but like seeing how much closer like each year I yeah. was getting, like it was yeah. getting way better. Like seventeen, I was a bit off. Eighteen on the KTM, like getting a bit better. Then nineteen, it was like, all right, like I've beaten this guy. I've gotten better. I'm getting better. Then yeah. the American opportunity come and I was like, you know, I think I'm ready to go now. Like, this is time for me to go and give the US a shot because 
I've stepped up so much in this three years. Like it has to be the time to go and give the US a go for sure. Yeah. Dude, you will, I just think it's so crazy and it's such like a wasted opportunity for other dudes. Like to me over the last few years, the K, when you're on a KTM, that's the first year I really noticed it in 18. I yeah. was like, fuck man, Cloudy's like, He's like actually taking this serious. Yeah, it's to it's, see it's it. good as like a yeah. measuring stick, yeah. I guess. Like 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 Justin being in Australia, I think's helped the sport so much. Fuck yeah, in Australia because hundred percent, and because of the dude that he is as well. Like he's so like just cool and accepting and and just you know he made like he just made zero enemies. I feel like he made everybody. There was. He was like obviously winning and like, you know, you can look at it as like he's taking a ride, he's taking prize money, blah, 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 if you want to look at it like that. But in my in my mind, the JB thing, like his commitment to the Australian series is like it, what you're doing over there is what everybody yeah. should have done. And like that's the real yeah. payoff for Justin Brayton coming is now we've yeah. got like a Luke Clout that's in America yeah. getting a top fives. Yeah. And it's like I was just... Yeah. I was fucking scratching my head going like, why is more people not looking like Luke Clout right now and taking this well, as serious? Because everyone else seemed to just accept that they were going to get beaten by Brayton in a way. And it's like, you, even well, when you weren't even capable of beating him, you had it in your mind yeah. that you were going to use this as an opportunity. It's a stepping, to, it's a stepping stone. Right? Yeah. You know? And I mean, I guess like we played a big, a big part in that too. Cause he's obviously, you know, bought, bought Justin yeah. in. And then he's been able to to work with Luke to to get Luke there. So it's like you know it's cool yeah. to see, I guess like the the you know just thinking bigger than yeah than, than this little fish pond you know. And that's I think Luke like you're yeah. the you're probably the dude that took it the most serious as an opportunity to be like, fuck yeah this is this is a chance now. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. Like I'll totally agree with that. Like when JB came over. And like, you know, he's a top dude in the US, like he's the real deal. It makes you think, all right, like this guy's gonna have his program down to a T. He's gonna have his bike good. Like he's, they're already better than us and they're gonna be better again because everything's perfect. So yeah. I like looked at it like, all right, 18, you know, on the KDM, I was like still a bit young and done some dumb mistakes and all that. But that's when I was like, oh, right, I need to train hard. I need to like, because this is gonna show if you can do it. Yeah. And this is gonna show if, american teams are looking at you to potentially have it and then that kind of went good and then 19 obviously i was like you know i had my program better and then that's when i was riding really good and i like picked my training up again and i just yeah. took it like super serious and like like you said like i personally don't think people in australia take it serious enough like i know that it's not big enough as big as europe and us like in the whole overall scheme of it but there's opportunities to to potentially be able to come over and make it happen, you know? And I don't yeah. think the guys train hard enough and I don't think they ride hard enough. And I don't think like, I, that's just me being a personal, like, and I, I'll admit, I probably didn't do it enough either when I was like 18, 19, 20, when I was oh, winning the championships sure. on circuit. Sure nah. Yeah, you got like, yeah, some, yeah. some of that stuff you've got to mature yeah. into and yeah. work out yeah. as you go along. I mean, shit, like five years ago, I wasn't as good at, you know anything as i am now because well, you, you yeah, work it out yeah exactly you work it out yeah you, you get yeah. to a point too where yeah, you just I'll... like you have to make a choice of how serious you want to take something because like 100%. i mean it's the same with the podcast it's the same with sammy with fist like 
the the fucking moment that you sort of like really make a choice to go like yeah. it's almost like you just accept. it's like this is what i'm doing and i'm gonna do it and you accept the sacrifice yeah, you get in you have what you put make. out man exactly yeah. Yeah, you literally accept. Yeah, you're like, "Fuck, yeah. man, I'm gonna have to do all this extra shit that <laughs> yeah, I like. Yeah, that I don't really want. Yeah, I don't really want to do. You're like, "Fuck, I don't know if I like want to do be in the studio that much." And then you're like, "Fuck, I kind of want to have a cool podcast though." Yeah, and then it's the same I can have a you. shit. I can yeah. have a shit one and do fuck all, or I could have a really sick one and do. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It, it's the same yeah, as a writer. Yeah, yeah. And, and fist. It's like the same shit, right? Yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent. Like I even even like Ferris, I I'd say Ferris elevated it as well. Like his sure. program, was oh yeah, really solid. So like Ferris was one that uh, elevated it in the outdoors, JB and Supercross. You know, like I was signing on to go and you know do the best I can and win. I didn't want to get smoked every weekend, and I knew those guys were training, so I was like, you know what, like I'm gonna sort the shit out and yeah. give myself the best shot because like. I look at things like I think, I think you might have said it, Sam. When you look at things five years down the track of where you want to be, like that's where I looked at. I like a few yeah. years ago, I was like, oh, I want to be in the US in five years, or you know, so I need to start now to get to where I want because it's not just going to happen. It's no different than, uh, when you're riding. Already. When you come out of a corner, you got to just look to the next corner. You don't look at <laughs> to a meter in front of you at the rock. That's yeah, in front exactly. Of you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so all the hard work for me to start in like 2017 was to hopefully be in America in three, four, five years, you know, like, I will take and it's you obviously that. a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's been good, <laughs> yeah. but like, even, even me sitting here now, but like, like, it's cool, I'm over here, I've got some top fives, but like, I still want more, you know, like, I oh, want to be course. on the podium, like, I want to be on a factory team, like, there's heaps of goals that I want to be able to tick, and like, I'm not going to stop until, you know, I want to be on the box, and like, you I'll can be on the box like you, you ride good enough in 100%. supercross to be on on the box like you yeah. you have to and and there's a level too where i've always seen guys where it's like they want to be on the podium but yeah, they but don't do they really really want it but they don't necessarily even believe it no you know like there's a difference yeah. between like knowing you can and yeah. thinking you can and there's a lot of people yeah. that like think they can be on the box or want to be on the box but like i feel like you even know it like yes i can yeah. be on the podium i mean i think as well yeah, like I even even those races that i was at at the start of the year you know there was such a different i i can't remember exactly but I remember in the heats or something like you kind of like struggled mm. and it kind of like looked like you didn't like believe that you should be there. Or so I, I, I think I sent you a message on like yeah. on Instagram, like between the, yeah. between the heat and the main. And it was like, dude, like, fuck, you're supposed to be here. Don't stop thinking that you yeah. don't deserve to be here. And then you come out in the main and fucking killed it. All me, all me, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 it, but in all it's seriousness, true, yeah. like, it's like, it's just, that's what it is. I think like yeah. it's so much yeah. of, of like, you know, having that, that energy that it's like, you know, you're, you deserve to be here. It's not like you haven't been like handed some, you haven't like won some weird prize to just be there. Yeah. Like you've worked and you've earned, yeah, exactly. you've earned your way to be there. You know, like you're one yeah. of the best supercross riders in the world. Like you're supposed to be there. Yeah. That's yeah. And, and you, you know, you've just got to believe, well, you've just got to know that because that's the truth. Yeah. And that took me a little bit, man. Like, like I said, yeah, one, when I'm walking down there, I was like, you know, the doubt. And then when I started, like Oakland was the one that really like went, all right, this is it. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. gone good. Then San Diego again, like qualified top five, got six in the main. I was like, all right, 
like it's happening. And then I was like, you know, podium, this is going to happen, like podium in the last, you know, four rounds that we have. And then obviously all this stuff's going on, but yep. the goal is still like, we'll be on the box. Like that's where I want to be at. So if you get on the podium, looking forward to it. I do not want to be sitting next to Lars. <laughs> oh, mate. Bro. She'll, <laughs> she'll probably be in quarantine. She'll be in, she'll be in quarantine. She'll be in quarantine. She'll break all the windows in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine that, mate! Oh, Wait, so Jay, she goes clean off. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best thing. Like, it's so <laughs> rad. She's so like so passionate. It's unreal. <laughs> That's like, you. You need that shit too, eh? You need that kind of energy in your. And corner. you've got the most passionate team owner there is in the universe. Oh, mate! I've even I've seen him cry. So and... she'd blow up one room, and you even <laughs> blow up the other room. <laughs> It'd be unreal. Oh, mate. I fucking hope. I I hope even like for just. His sake of how much that motherfucker is put into the sport, like so gnarly. I he love does, it. He does deserve to have a podium in the US, old Konski. Yeah, like without I, a doubt. I agree, man. Like he's done so much. Like in you know this this short space, it's insane. Like when we first negotiated the contract and whatever, it was like, oh, we'll go race. It'll just be out of the sprint event. Yep, no worries. Whatever. Like I just want to race. All of a sudden, US, you've got a semi. Good, you know. <laughs> Walk and then I'm like, yeah, no worries, sweet, sprinter man, that'll do me. And then you know, get over here, and then your reef flies over a few days later. Yeah, yeah, we got a truck. I'm like, what do you like? What, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, just got a semi. All right. So that next thing, two days later, there's a semi here, and things getting wrapped, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, just went and got a, you know, the front of the truck all good. Yeah, we got that sorted. The things getting wrapped at A one. You know, everyone's there sorted. We're getting our stuff all wrapped and all finished and then like you know a1 come along and it just got done like pretty much race day it's all sorted and it's just like me and your kind of took a step back you know and had a look at the truck and just look at everything he's kind of set up and it was it was pretty surreal man like for what he's done in it was like i think it was six weeks he sorted all out and he's been in australia like you know negotiating over here while he's at home like i don't think he slept since anaheim seriously nah Nah. he's like the poster (laughs) child for getting shit done even when I used to oh, like just a, tunnel visions and, and just goes, I fucking love it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, like uh, even like even when I worked been... at Stroke Man, he he had like a little setup where he used to just sleep behind his desk. Yeah, and like I'd leave there, yeah. get back in the the next day, and like he's just still there. He was just was fucking like making it happen. Eh? You just gotta love the grind. Oh, I guess just, I feel like that's just anyone that's successful. Oh, they just fucking figure out how to enjoy that, the grind. That that's one thing even like after, you know, when I was negotiating and talking to Reef, I was like, you know, the America thing was a massive draw for me to go over to Honda. But when I spoke to Reef and just realized like how much he loves it and puts everything in and, you know, sometimes it's not pretty the way he gets it done, but you know, there's always a bike on the track. When it comes yeah. time to race, there's a bike so there ready true. to go and everything's ready to race. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, definitely true. Um, speaking of yeah. ready to race, what are your thoughts when you heard about the Salt Lake thing, the seven seven rounds? You've only got two rounds though, right? Yeah, so two, we got two. Well, we got two three, west but and then two east west, west and then an east west. Yeah. Yeah. So the Salt Lake thing was a little bit of like a that was a bit of a like random thought because obviously this Phoenix thing was like that was it like the Phoenix yeah. happened in May fifteen that was like. Cause I had a month off after riding because you know, this whole thing, we're not racing until September or whenever it was. So I was like, all right, I'll have some time off. Then that started. So then everyone was riding, you know, May 15th is it like due date, whatever. And then it come closer and then 
they cancelled out that. So I was like, man, what are they going to do? Like, if they're cancelling this and pushing it back, like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's their target date. And then, um, yeah, there was just talk of May 31st, May 31st, and then Soleil come on. But, yeah, I, I'm happy that we're racing, man. Like, we need to be doing some racing. Like, it's boring sitting here doing nothing. But So what's the, and, what's the deal? So like, with Salt Lake, that's, is it, that's, that's an elevation, right? Yeah, but it's not as high as me and Ben actually thought. It's only 1,200 metres. All right. So, so it's so not the, that So bad. the 250 is yeah. not going to be like riding an 80 then? It'll still be a bit slower. Like, it's still <laughs> fucking, it's still yeah. high, but it's not. One ten, riding, you're like racing a 110. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you think yeah, you got extra think... seat bound shit? Yeah. <laughs> you You're gonna have stop. to pick up your bike and <laughs> <Yeah>. throw it. <laughs> yeah, no, like it'll be. Um, I'm, I'm entering because everyone's going single, to... single, single, yeah, single, yeah. single, 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 <laughs> double, single. Yeah. We're, we're not gonna be able to do all the big rhythms, but like I'm looking forward to it because like I've looked at some videos of the past few races and it it's kind of like a real dry, crumbly, dusty. Like, yeah, it looks like a track, shitty Australian like practice track. Yeah. <laughs> it looks just like it, it just looks like Wollongong Supercross, man. Like, yeah, yeah. you're on then. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, it, it'll be good, man. Like, I'm I'm just excited to go racing. Like, um, we've just been sitting here twiddling our thumbs, going like, if I'm yeah, not it must be so September, weird like, actually just here? not knowing what you're doing when you're doing it, or like really anything. <laughs> oh, mate! Like it was just like I was just not even training. I was like, why should I get up and cycle? Like I've just, I've got some time to have off. So I'm just going to have it off. And then it was like, Oh, we're racing. Like, you know, everyone's ready. And then that got canceled. It was just, but to have a firm set date, like it's, it's good now, but like, I hope they don't have a spiking cases or something. Cause like, then that'll stop it all. But it seems like it's going to go ahead. And so, um, what's your plan? Are you going to stay there for the full three weeks or? Yeah, I don't know, man. So, like, we haven't really been given many details. We've just obviously been given the, the schedule of all the races, which is, like, mon- uh, what is it, Sunday, Wednesday or something. Yeah. But I think we're just going to get there and then probably I'll just stay because I think if you get there, you've got to quarantine or something for, like, a few days, like two days before it or something. So we might just get there and then just stay. Like, it'll be... I think it'll be. Yeah, like I think everyone has to get tested two days before. Yeah, because I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, if if you did want to go backwards and forwards, you wouldn't even have to fly because Salt Lake's not that far from where. No, it's like eight nine. Hours, yeah, it's like eight hours or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like eight hours. So like, but that's just the it's a good thing drive now, too. To be home. honest. Like, yeah. Okay. But it's, it, the annoying thing bad. is, like, you can go home and train, but you're gonna have to get tested, and then you're gonna have to be there two days before, and it's just yeah. like, is it worth going home to do a day or two of riding? Like yeah. you might be able to find a track in Salt Lake somewhere and yeah. just stay there. Dude, it's so beautiful there too as well. Like if you if you can, man, like and there is time, like try and get out and see some of the national parks and stuff around there. Like it's fucking it's pretty crazy, man. There's literally nothing like that in Australia. Yeah, I'll have a look for sure. I've seen some like obviously like Googled it and stuff. It looks real nice, so I'll definitely explore. Like we're gonna be there for what tell i think like 11 12 days or whatever it is so we're gonna have a yeah. few off days i'll go and have a look for sure yeah no it's pretty it's a pretty cool spot and yeah the drive from california to um utah like they've got bad. all these crazy yeah. national parks and stuff that are fucking sick what is it like the real rocky like the yeah. roads that are going through it's real yeah, rocky yeah. and that on the sides and stuff yeah yeah yeah, that yeah place, all that the big like, like it's so nice like going through there and then you go it's colorado straight after that after that's colorado yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I drove to, put, through there on the way to when I drove to X Games last year. Yeah, it's didn't fucking you? Unreal. Yeah, you went for you went for a bit of a trip, didn't you? You got yeah. X-Games. I drove from California to Minnesota and back. <laughs> <laughs> Just cause Dude, in a van cute, that man. I paid like seventeen hundred bucks for with Harry Binks freestyle back in the back in, bike in the back of it. I slept with Harry's bike oh, for like two weeks. <laughs> oh, that's good. When are you coming, Sam? When are you going to get over here? Whenever well, you're I don't, know, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Like when are you, when are you allowed? Like I don't, I don't think anyone knows. I don't really. Th- I'm not much into think- like staying in a hotel room for two weeks. So probably not for ages. <laughs> Dude, Australia's the worst for it. Like, you can't fly out. You're not allowed to do this. And, like, it's like... Oh, and we've, we've had, like... like and then... We've had, like, six people cough because of coronavirus, too. It's fucked up. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I look at the Australian statistics and I'm like, come on, mate. Like, it's, like, ten people in a pub. Like, come on. Isn't it weird, though? Like, the, the one thing that, like, trips me out is, like, how... Like, you see people flying backwards and forwards overseas, right, in these planes at the moment. And there's, like, five... There's, like... like what, they'd how be many... losing money on that oh, shit, yeah. Pff, they'd be losing ridiculous amounts of money. Like, I mean, because how many people are normally on a flight from there? Like, a, All of them. Like, <laughs> like everyone, shit yeah. tons. Yeah, 400 but, people. But what, like... And you just see... I mean, how could that even go close to paying for itself? Yeah. I mean, it obviously doesn't, but... No. It must be like, like a, It must be, yeah. like, a duty of care thing that they have yeah. to run... X amount of flights for X amount of, I don't know. Flights. Yeah. But yeah. dude, America's going insane over there. Like I've been trying hard not to follow it that much, but it's like, it's so mm. political over there. Like in Australia, the whole dude. coronavirus thing, like it hasn't really infiltrated politics in terms of like, Demo- uh, not Democrats, Republicans, like Labor, Liberal. Like it's not like it's us yeah, versus yeah, them yeah. and fucking. But, but in America, dude, it's all yeah. us versus them, and yeah. that's why it's just oh. shut down because it's like it's all. And the worst thing is it's an election year over there, so it's like yeah, dude. I it's the perfect I've been storm, look, man. Looking into it, I've What's been looking that? into it. Like it's just like I've been looking into it heaps because like I watch the news every morning and that before we go riding or whatever, and just cooking the brain, gang mate. up on Trump. The, the gang up on Trump is insane. Yeah. Like, all they do is just, like, it's so fake news. Like, I'm sitting there watching it, and it's just like, he doesn't even say some of the stuff he says, and they just, like, oh, yeah. edit it, you know, or something. Yeah. And it's like, I, I just reckon it's a big thing to get Trump out, man. Like, honestly, like, that's just what it looks like. Yeah. No, it's getting it's getting sketchy, and, like, the, the crazy thing is with the states the way it is. So, like, California is just a blue state. So it's like you watch anything yeah. in California, you read anything in California, like all of California, blue state, anti-Trump. And then mm-hmm. you go to yeah. Texas, Tennessee, like any of those, Alabama, yeah. any of those, like North Carolina, it's red state. And then it's like, it, yeah, it's okay. just so divided. Like it's so crazy. So like yeah. what you're seeing there is purely based on where you live. And it's like, so the information yeah, you get given is because of where you're at. And it's like, it's yeah, so 100%. hectic for, it's like a global, you know, pandemic affects everybody. And it literally just gets like stopped because this party and this party. And it's, it's like, fuck man. Like at some point, like, can we just get shit rolling again? Let's figure out the election yeah. after we can all do shit. Yeah. Yeah. We need yeah. to put all that shit on hold so we can sort out the world. And after the world's sorted out, then we can argue. Then you fuckheads <laughs> argue. <laughs> oh, it's insane, man. But. It is what it is. Like I've uh, seen, um, like Australia some... could. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, bro. 
yeah, Australia, like, like the amount of cases and that, like, it just, like, you just think it'd be starting back up, man. Like, it's just ridiculous, but it is what well, it is. The average age of death from coronavirus is older than the average age of death. Oh. <laughs> no, it took a second for me to work out. <laughs> I was like, my, yeah, is my brain not working. <laughs> How <laughs> fucked up is that? Like the oh, whole world has stopped because people are dying that are older than they normally die. Like, why is this a red flag? When you look, when you put it in that context, it's just like, um, huh? It's like. It's like if you go, yeah, so the average age of death, I don't even know what it is, but say it's like 65 years old. Mm. And then you're like, all right, that's our average age of death. And now because of this coronavirus or whatever it is, people are now dying at 33. You'd be like, fuck, all right, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, fuck, that's heavy. But then you're like, the average age of death is 65 and people are dying at 85. Because you'd be like, yeah, what do you mean? Old people die, right? <laughs> Oh, uh, it sounds insensitive, hell. but at some point it's like, fuck, we just got to, like, we got to be able to do shit. We got races to watch. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. He- heavy. <laughs> uh, nah, but I mean, yeah, we definitely, it's a, it's a fucking weird season though to be oh, yeah. interrupted the you, way that it, you reckon? <laughs> that it has been like, fuck, mm, in so terms what, of just sure. racing fans. So, so what is your plans going forward, Luke? Like, are you doing outdoors or like? I feel like I probably oh, should man, I don't, do this. I don't know yet, eh? Like I'll okay. um, I'll finish. I'll finish off here. Mm. Obviously, like the the seven races, like when they're done, and then maybe see if we can do some outdoors. I don't know. Like, in the US yeah, or and in then, Australia? Yeah, I'd like to do. Like I'd like to do a few in the US. Like yeah. would you do it on four hundred and fifty or two hundred and fifty? Still, I'd do outdoor four hundred and fifty. I yeah. think cheaper i think just like just cheaper bikes you know the, the factory bikes are just that much better when they're you know outdoors again so um yeah i think 450 i'd like to so we'll just kind of see how it goes and because the you know the motocross starts like a week after the supercross finishes so oh wow um, is it starts at redbud right yeah dude it's worth what just, I'm hearing just to it, fucking no, ride redbud man just do redbud yeah from from what i'm hearing it's july 4th but i don't know if it's redbud but I would oh, okay. think it would be July Fourth weekend. Yeah. Oh, I thought I saw something like all the that state it was red bud. Because like Michigan's obviously there was real bad cases, and then like uh, Washougal was having bad cases, like Washington State, and then obviously New York. So they were talking about like, are they going to be able to run those rounds and all this type of stuff? So the schedule, I don't think the schedule that's come out is the legit schedule. But so they're just going to kind of like wrong. dodge the states that are struggling. I would assume because, like, if they can't have crowds, I yeah, I don't know if they'd be racing the outdoors if they can't have a crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I, Supercross, Supercross, no crowd. No crowd. No. Yeah, isn't that going to be yeah, weird? no crowd? Yeah, that'll be super yeah, weird for you. It'll it's be like be... a practice day. Yeah, that's what it, it's like. Yeah, the main event going down and like just no opening ceremonies and no none of that. Yeah, like, it's just gonna be it'll like, feel yeah, super weird. It's just be yeah it will like it yeah I, I don't know it will be yeah it'll be interesting how it'll much be, are you like, like aware of the crowd though once you're actually racing and can you actually hear loza from the from the, <laughs> from the track i can yeah i can hear lauren yeah no, no, <laughs> like, when, when you're 
walking down, obviously you take note, but when you're racing, like you don't, yeah. but when there's a pass or a takeout, like at A2, when Ferrandis took out Craig, like man. Oh, I did he take that. out Craig? <laughs> oh, I missed that. <laughs> I think he might have. I think. <laughs> that made think contact. <laughs> like, it wasn't a takeout. <laughs> I think he just went up the inside and they kind of, like, Craig hit him, I think. (laughs) 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 Yeah, dude, that that stadium was going nuts, man. Like, I I was, like, right next to where where Jet, like, where Fernandez, like, tried to pass Jet and then he just, like, pinned it down there, like, outside of that, like, rhythm section. I was, like, me and Loza were sitting, like, right there and it was, man, it was nuts. I, I feel sorry for Ferrandis too. Like, like heat of the moment, it happened. Like, is what it is, whatever. But like, when he's on the podium and they're booing him, and yeah, that sucks. the next week they're boo- the next week they're booing him, and like you go on his social media and the amount of oh, like, it was heavy. Oh, yeah, it's heavy. People need it's to remember like, at the end of the day, he's just a dude trying to do his job. Dude, like, what are you going to do for a paycheck? Yeah, what, what Craig was going worse, too slow. Like do... Man, if, if if Craig was in the way of you, I would expect you to do the same thing. But like people do crazy things for money, man. Like crazier than that. Like yeah. he's just in the heat of the moment racing. Like I, I'm sure. Like I don't know for sure because I haven't had a factory contract. But second to the third, like third to second, second to first, that's going to be a big bump up in the bonus money. Oh, dude, definitely, man. And you know what? When I was talking to Townley the other day. He um he was just talking about Ferrandis in general, and he was saying yeah. like when you're that dude riding that well, you just see through people. Like you're not actually. Mm. He wouldn't have even been looking at Craig as though like he had to pass him. He was just like, see ya. You know, there's just that that yeah. sort of headspace where it's like he's sort of not even there to him. Yeah, he's just get to the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad yeah, just texted sure, us too. But- oh, did he? He said. <laughs> What did he say? He said, sorry, boys, just finished up now. Jumping in Supercars Celebrity Practice at Bathurst. Oh, sick. Chad's, uh, Chad's doing the V8 Chad's, Supercars. Chad's a full-time sim driver now. Oh, is that that sim game? I've seen that. It looks pretty Dude, sick. So Townley, sick. Townley really likes it. Like, Townley's, Townley's real into it, eh? <laughs> He's off it. He's real off What's it. He, he hates it. He hates it. He'd hate it, hates eh? It, he man. would hate it. He oh, was sending, oh, whiskers. He rang me the other week. He group. He he rang, like him and Jace must have been on the phone. They called called me in. Yeah, that's right. And then he goes, he goes, don't say anything. I'm just going to ask you a question. Say yes or no. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, do you think sim racing's cool? And I went, oh yeah. And he just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ch- dude, Chad's fucking good though. I got I got my setup, and then it was a couple weekends ago. He calls up. And he's like, righto, go on this, go on this, go on this. We we rode, uh, he was doing a race on the Tuesday around this track, like an e-race. And so we mm. both got in identical Mercedes AMG uh, GT3 cars. Sounds he, expensive. He emailed, it was $11. <laughs> <laughs> he sends me, he sends me like the car setup. So we're literally in an identical car. We're on the same track. Like if he nudged me, like I felt it, you know what I mean? And, um, and then, yeah. yeah, so we're like doing laps. We're in our earpiece together and he's coaching me around this track. Like the guy, they're so insane, dude. Like I can see why everyone is just so into it. Yeah. It's sick. Eh? Don't it's tell sick. Townley though. Cause you're right. Yeah. Fuck Townley. <laughs> <laughs> he's old. 
Oh, whiskers. <laughs> I don't have that shit in Rotorua. <laughs> oh, Over New Zealand. In, oh, in Zidbrook. Um, Zid. oh, <laughs> uh, well, um, thanks heaps for coming on, bro. It was sick to, um, it was sick to have a chat, dude. And um, yeah, yeah. you're doing everybody so, so proud, man. Like you've absolutely been fucking killing it. And uh, the way that you've uh, embraced the, the challenge and dealt with all the shit that's sort of going on, like, yeah, everyone, mm. everyone at home is super super stoked for you yeah so. it's so sick mate it honestly makes watching the races so much better yeah. for, for me like personally you know having a having a yeah you know having a horse in the race you know it's good no i appreciate it eh? and like it's just it's sick to like know how many like australians are watching and kind of the support and obviously when all the stuff you know wasn't going on the amount of aussies that were at the races and you know yeah. the people that you you kind of don't even know those people but you know you've got that australian connection connection and yeah the yeah. people that you meet and yeah automatic yeah, best mates that. it's um <laughs> automatic best mates yeah so it's been um yeah it's been sick man and i've had a lot of people you know reach out to me and stuff like that so yeah uh it's it's sick so you know these last few races i'm going to be uh giving it everything so i want to be on the podium and um yeah get an aussie on top so that's the plan that's obviously you know we're, gonna we're have all jet. super proud of you so yeah no, and bonus points it, appreciate it guys hey bonus points for not being one of those fuckwits that has an accent in three weeks yeah <laughs> oh mate how is it hey they go to america for like two weeks and they come back full yank go, oh, for, yeah. go for a holiday and come back californian <laughs> <laughs> i can't do it i can't do it man oh that's oh, funny, that's you, funny. It's, it's a fucking piss off but hey when you're like ordering food and it's shit it's so hard you're oh, like oh you can't order anything like whenever i had to do any banking stuff like i used to just pass it to it was either my ex-girlfriend or nate ramsey i'd be like yeah, hey sorry. i need you to talk to the bank i need you because dude i was somewhere last time here. and i was trying to order a drink and she gave me fries <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no i said drink <laughs> she's like here's your prize you, like, you, you should you should say it now man because we have to we've had to wear oh, the mask like, we had to oh do that. shit so i've had so they can't lip read like you know when you lip read like yeah. they can't hear anything like it's just this and it's like man it's talking to a wall like honestly yeah. they have no idea what we're saying but like yeah it's it's been it's so been like a piss take, honestly the uh my favorite was i don't know why dude but like americans could not understand me saying ice ice it's water for me anytime water. anytime i'd say water, ice water. i'd have to go there's like ice, and i was like frozen square cubes of water <laughs> water <laughs> yeah. it was fucking hectic man i just couldn't order ice for eight years it is hard isn't it it's so crazy how how we like our accent just fucks with them so hard yeah that you can't mm. like sometimes it's so frustrating sometimes you can't get your point across like you're just trying to order a fucking bottle of water and you and they're, they're like looking at you like <laughs> you're speaking spanish <laughs> yeah it's full well they just sorry, don't speak slow spanish. Down, eh? <laughs> what's that <laughs> you just gotta slow down and just like yeah. be real dramatic with your words like just yeah. fucking stretch it out yeah over <laughs> over enunciate everything <laughs> <laughs> yeah 100 that, that's what i've noticed uh right i dude well um yeah thanks again man and um we'll probably we'll try You're and welcome. check in we're gonna be doing the supercross companions live 
Um, so yeah. might even get you to uh, FaceTime us after one of the mains or yeah. in between or something like that if you want to yeah. want to hang out in between. Sure, we'll give you a yeah. pep talk. Yeah, we'll yeah this... Sammy can give you another yeah, give pep talk little... that gets you on the box. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I'll pump just, up your tyres. up, man. I'm keen. All right, yeah, brother. Thanks, brother. Thanks, thanks so Chief. much, man. <laughs> Good to see ya. See you guys. Cheers. See you, bro. Thank you. Fucking Lord. The Lord that is Luke Clout. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you very much for uh, watching another edition of Gypsy Gang World. We need to get a, some kind of like sound. We do, actually, yeah. You're not very good at I'm it. not real good at it in general, yeah. Oh, oh Cloudy. No. Oh, see you, Cloudy. Oh, he's upside down. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, see you, boy, boys. <laughs> see you, brother. <laughs> he's still here. Though. Oh, hey. Um, but yeah, Sammy, any news with you, mate, before no. we go? I haven't really left my warehouse in like three weeks. Mm, yeah, so true. we're just working, just doing it. How about you? You, uh, you haven't left your studio in like yeah. three weeks. Same, I took my com no, I took my computer home because I was sick of being in my studio. Oh, yeah. well, so I've cool. got one computer at home, one computer here. Oh. Straight up. So then you can change You can change your environment every now and then. Yeah, switch it up. Straight so up. What, what have you, you been doing? Avoiding sleep. Avoiding sleep. Oh, yeah. Sleeta has a newborn child. Oh, that's right. What an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> Street, street are big on the breeding scene. <laughs> he's get, he's get, wait, I'll do it. Yeah, we can, we can, we can snip you right now. Oh, that's fucking funny. All right, well, yeah, we've uh, successfully done... Oh, you've successfully done something weird to your... I've braided me cable. I do it every time. That's awesome. Um, we've successfully done this twice in a row, boys. Well, is it really successful though? Have we tested it? Has it recorded? It looks it looks good. So did the first one we did that didn't record. Yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> it looked good. It just didn't sound good. Or Wait. did it, it didn't actually sound anything. It sounded quite flat. Yeah. Um, flat. I would say quiet. Dude, Luke Clout. What a fucking gangster. He is an actual legend. Yeah, he's And, a and he's gangster. like, honestly, like one of the best dudes getting about too. He's a legend. Yeah. And he's Mrs. Loz is a legend too, man. I watched... I spent two rounds watching the races with her and she loves it it's sick it's actually really cool like she's mm. like yeah she goes clean off it's rad yeah it's so good nah and he's doing us proud like he is taking it serious enough and like i know what like i literally know i can see when people yeah. are doing the right thing because i've been there around yeah. people doing the right thing and people that aren't doing it enough and it's very fucking obvious yeah. and he is doing the right thing like he's yeah. putting in so much effort and i'm glad and he's that talented as oh, fuck. fuck yeah dude like really like i remember um when he first like it must have been around that oakland round or something and um and ricky was saying posted about him or, or oh, spoke yeah. about him in a podcast or something yeah and i remember i like screenshotted or sent it to luke sent it to cloudy and i was like hey bro that's ricky fucking carmichael talking yeah. about him, fyi yeah <laughs> and he's like i know what the fuck and i'm like dude if that doesn't make you believe that you're supposed to be here and mm that you belong here in that top couple of dudes then fuck mm. like that's that's yeah like it doesn't get much better than get carmichael any, any better than shout out. Yeah. yeah yeah and like man for people that are like watching this for america or whatever like that melbourne thing like fuck he was fast man like he was oh, just straight up fast and jb every day but i was worried about how fast he was going because he literally I, I said to somebody, I can't remember who it was. Might have been Tim Edwards because he was he was really rooting for Cloudy to like Aussie, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck, you just don't need to win practice, but you know." Yeah. And like, but again, that's that. That's but it's that so maturity. cool, and you are you are right. What you said to him, like, 
you know, it's the best, probably the best thing yeah. that happened to him. Because, I mean, you look at any of the, like, real greats, they didn't win the whole way through, yeah. like, when they were kids and shit. Like, look at Dungy. Yeah. Like, he struggled, didn't he? Until yeah. he became a, like... The G. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like, you know, I feel like the struggle is what sort of makes him into, into yeah. that. And, and especially, man, like, if he won that title and then had everybody like oh this is the australian champ yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the this guy champ, that beat champ, brayton champ, this champ. is the he beat brayton yeah because you would automatically assume if you weren't like super educated but you would automatically assume if you have beat a top five dude top five slash race winner 450 dude and you're in the 250, 250 class, class then you should be able to fucking yeah. smoke everyone yeah. yeah which is not the case obviously and the but, thing and but, the thing is though is that like the the pressure that it would have put on him and then there was so much shit that's out of his control. Yeah. So like as just the rider, like just Luke Clout, you got all that pressure of being the champ in Australia and beating Brayton. But then it's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm not the guy that's responsible for getting the bikes ready. I'm not the suspension dude. I'm not the one that pays. Well, especially, I'm not the... Especially because they put like, you're even like, they put yeah, that deal so together cl- in yeah. six weeks, man. Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm, I couldn't organize anything in six weeks. Nah, I, I'm kind of glad for him in a way that it took you six weeks to move your computer out of it. <laughs> <laughs> they did a whole race team in that time. <laughs> uh, but I, like, I'm glad that it went the way that it did for him because he got to sort of, I think it took a lot of pressure off his shoulders. Definitely. And then now I feel like he's like got to fly under the radar yeah. over there too. Like he went over there and like Aussie crew were like, oh, that's sick cloud. He's over there racing. But yeah. it wasn't like cloudy's over there to smash everyone it was just like he's over there racing that's cool he's having a go yeah rad you know and yeah. then americans i guess they're just like oh that's that guy that's really good from australia but it wasn't like that's the champ that's yeah. the fucking champion you know and the thing is man is that there's a lot of australian riders that have gone there before and have fucked it up for guys mm-hmm. like cloudy yeah. you know like our we were taken really seriously up until um up until like the oh eight oh you know oh nine groups yeah, well, that all went over like, there was those like Meddy and chad and yeah Berner, like that burner and yeah and then once the, that other dude went there in 08 and then kind of like the moss boys like they did really good over there but that sort of it was literally like if you sort were, of, it sort of like phased out yeah it went like you yeah. had burner you had Meddy, you had mcfarland you had chad and then it was like the next thing was kind of hot shit he sucked over there and then everyone else after that it was kind of like wasn't the same thing yeah, and yeah, i think yeah. now it used to be looked at as like if you won the australian supercross championship you were kind of just going to go over there and be like a medi or uh, a top a, 10 dude exactly yeah. and it's it's gotten harder to do yeah and i think the that, transition got harder oh fuck yeah. yeah and for cloudy he sort of had to work i mean who do you think like who do you think the next dudes are after cloudy from australia Jet Lawrence. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> Jet sorry, Lawrence. shut up, Sam. <laughs> Jet, Jet Lawrence is like, and, uh, he's Jet, the dude. Jet, Jet and Hunter. Yeah, yeah. But I think... But they're um, not even really the next guys. They're the same. You would call them the same class, the three of them. I think they're just... They're on their own different deal, man. I don't even think that you could... I, I barely think you can say that the Lawrence brothers come from Australia at this point. No, no, no. They're Australian. But, they're they're Australia, ra- yeah. but their racing comes from overseas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it'd be like cloudy... Um, you know you obviously had like jay i think that that's the route people are going to have to take like i just don't think that we're going to see guys come out of australia and go onto teams the way that they used to yeah like there's yeah. going to be they're going to no... have to do like a cloudy thing where you yeah. go to another yeah. team and then work your way up yeah because it's the but same you know what's fucking unreal that that 
that you Reeves provided that step. Yeah, it's I wonder. It, uh, hopefully, that can stick around because that's what JDR was always supposed to be. Absolutely, was win in Australia. Yeah. And then yeah, well, that was the whole thing. That's why they had the two teams, yeah. right? So you yeah. like win a title here, and then the next year you go to the US. Yes, yeah. yeah, but which fuck, is really pe- cool. Yeah, but like people, that's what's so cool about Obviously cloudy. Really expensive. Yeah, but cloudy is so cool because like it's such a big adjustment. It's so much like I know Ty got a culture shock. Yeah, Keisha got a massive culture shock. Absolutely, you know, like the the way that you have to live your life over yeah. there like you just can't live the same life that though, like i guess cloudy's probably it's probably hasn't been as gnarly for him because you look at ty ty comes from burke mm. you look at at um keisha at Keishi, yeah. he, and he's from you know from a similar you know, but it's country just, yeah. country sort of background whereas luke's more yeah. from sydney like i mean obviously he lives out of sydney but he probably you know the city thing's probably not as gnarly to him. Yeah, but it's just a headspace. Yeah, but still. What do you want? Oh, dude, it's taken me years of going to America to work out, like, you know, like what I said before, you can only do one thing a day. I used to be like, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and then get real frustrated every day that I only got like this much done. Mm -hmm. But now I know I'm going over there and I need to go for two to three weeks minimum to get anything done because I'm going to do one thing that day and one thing this day and one thing this day and one thing this day and that's all I'm going to get done. And that's what people, whenever people ask me about, like, do I like living back in Australia? I was like, fuck yes. You get so so much shit done. If you want to go to Bunnings, it takes you five minutes. You go and get your shit, you come back. If you're in America, that's going to take you three hours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just so much easier. And I just, yeah, it's so like, if anyone, I think Cloudy's like the most built for it kind of guy. Definitely. You know, he's so like, and he's like, mature he, too. He's a fucking dog. Like, yeah. competitive dog, man. Oh, he's an like, animal. it's so. He's that's, a weird animal. He is a bit of a weird animal. Like, like you've kind of got to be yeah. that competitive. And you saw that at Melbourne, man. Like, he was not fucking around, you know? Like, <laughs> he's he, got the bone in his mouth and he ain't letting go. <laughs> 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 All right, we're getting weird. Yeah, um, shit's getting weird. Let's get out of here. <laughs> see you next Saturday. Um, thanks to everybody for uh, watching slash listening. Gypsy Tales merch is online. Search, uh, this is the pussy wagon tea. <laughs> Looks like a pocket pussy. Um, so it's actually you, modelled off John Brendan's own pocket pussy. <laughs> yeah, we took a photo of John Brendan's pocket pussy and uh, put it on put a it t-shirt. On, put it on t-shirt. And, and here we are. And it's on a wagon towed by a motorcycle. Therefore, it's a pussy wagon. So, <laughs> um, thanks very much. TTFN. Yeah, yeah. Ta-ta um, for now. Ta-ta for now. We'll see you next Saturday. Uh, we've posted a bunch of content this week. Uh, if you're a moto fan and you only like our moto shit. We do do other podcasts with other people. Episode 100 went down this week with Bridget Burt, one of the fucking gnarliest chicks I've met in my entire life. I actually, I think that was like the podcast that I, that's probably the gnarliest podcast I've done where I sat and just went like, what? What? (laughs) What the fuck? What the fucking fuck? What? (laughs) Why am I saying hot weird? (laughs) The code word is whiskey. (laughs) But yeah, she's a fucking savage. And like, that was a super sick podcast. So if you've got some time and you just feel like venturing out of the moto sphere, uh, there's some cool shit uh, on our iTunes slash YouTube channel as well. Just dig through the videos. Uh, thank you very much to Streeter, um, even though he should be thanking us for getting him out of a house for the crying child. <laughs> back, like, back to the crying child for you, Streeter. Yeah, Streeter's like, Streeter's like, I can ride both days. Yeah, and I can, do I can ride both days. 
how many podcasts have we got backed up? Oh, like six a day? Yeah, that's cool. I'm there. <laughs> we, let's do a 24-hour stream. Do you want to, man, do you want to do a 24-hour podcast and just see what happens? Wait, let's just let's just quarantine. Let's just podcast until they open back quarantine. <laughs> this kid's three by the time yeah. he goes back. Oh, dad's home. <laughs> Uh, Wait, it's, it's like you know dad, you know you know when like dad goes to the shop to get some milk and never comes back yeah. dad went to re- dad went to record a podcast never came home. i'm off to buy cigarettes you don't smoke <laughs> <laughs> the street is like let's do a podcast Quick, until- let's turn this off <laughs> let's do a podcast until it's my kid's first day of high school <laughs> Till he's 18 oh, oh that's shit. funny right thanks guys. Right, bye. bye see you bye. Oh, fuck.